Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> The Last of Us, Season 1, Episode 8, When We Are In Need, is over. Thank God. Uh, but we are just getting started, <laughs> unfortunately, here on the First Play Podcast on Post Show Recaps. Uh, that nervous laughter is my co-host, Jess Sterling. I am Brooklyn Zed, and uh, this is this is how we've chosen to spend our Saturday morning here with Ugh. you all. How you doing, Jess? This was, I gotta be honest, this was a rough one. This was this is a, a bit of a rough one to go through. Um, it's I mean, it's not like fu- fun to discuss. You know, it's one of those ones where you're like, we started off by like hunting and it's an animals and then there's like a creeper and then there's like cannibalism. So, you know, just Saturday morning stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm really curious to hear how our experiences differ with this one in particular um Mm. because i certainly found playing the game much more stressful than watching the episode so if you're out there just watching the episodes just know i think (laughs) it could be worse um and there are certainly certain aspects in the tv show that i think they made like grimier um in in a contextual way but then i think like the the living through ellie's experience as the person moving her body around i found to be like far worse in in the game than in the show yeah i mean obviously we we as everyone knows like i watch the episode first and you play the game first so we always have a little bit of a different experience in that i'm fully spoiled going into the game i already know what to expect um, obviously, there are some differences here in that, like, you uh, ally, if you want to use that word, with David for a while. I called him my friend at one point. I didn't literally mean, like, we're going to be friends, but we were working together. You're working together, he was, yeah. He's also shooting infected. Therefore, for this moment in time, he's my friend. Yeah. And so I found that interesting that I'm kind of happy they cut that all out of the show because I was like, I, you know, um, it doesn't feel necessary to have to live through like allying with this guy. And then he turns out to be the worst, uh, the absolute worst. But I agree. I found this chapter of the game to be my, uh, the least fun, I guess, experience like the least, uh, I was, I don't know if I would say I was most stressed. I was most frustrated is probably the word I would use. And it's not, uh, I think, 
in b- large part to the fact where I'm playing as Ellie and I've we've amassed at this point all these guns, all this ammo, all this like different types of things you can fight with and suddenly you're Ellie and you have nothing. And so that tended that tended to like frustrate me a lot because I died a lot more in this portion of the game than I had in any other portion and I don't think it was particularly close. There was one part of this chapter said that we'll get to where I I must have died like a dozen times and I was so supremely frustrated by the end of it that I was like just let me just let me pass through please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but have you ever died enough times that the game has said you know you could change the difficulty to be easier <laughs> you know i don't think so i usually annoy uh, ignore the passive aggressive comments it leaves on the screen because i just find them enraging uh but i did it did give me like oh here's a little snack to help you out <laughs> oh, wow! Okay. you know uh so there was that but yeah it's just i mean even from the even from the start where like the first thing I'm doing is hunting a deer. Like no offense to hunters out there who are like hunting and using every part of the animal and like are actually, you know, whatever. Uh, population control of deer, whatever, right? But like, it's not something I enjoy doing. And I really hated it, Zed, because we were forced to shoot this deer like four times. Yeah, it was miserable. And it like, I, we're just flowing yeah. a blood trail. And, I, and it like would make this awful noise when you shot it. There's just... Okay, I know we spend a lot of this game killing like things that used to be people, but it's out of self-preservation. Me. Yeah, we're not killing innocent deer that are just wandering around. So I don't know. Yeah, that's what I said on the stream as well. I was like, look, I, I recognize I've killed lots of people in this game, but those people are shooting at me or are going to bite me in the neck. They are right. a threat to my existence. This deer is just wandering around. And I understand they're hunting because they need food. And right, the cutscene that we watched right at the end of the previous week that was like the start of this chapter right. was Ellie hunting a deer. And I understand that that is a thing a lot of people do for survival. My grandfather is a hunter. I grew up eating venison. Um, yeah. I, I have, I think everybody knows at this point that I've been a vegetarian for 20 years. Uh, so do I want to be hunting a deer? No, I don't. Yeah. And that's how we started. And it, honestly, it's all just downhill from there in terms of my my play experience this week it was actively unpleasant i agree um so let's let's dive into the full uh the full experience here if you want to rate subscribe review all of those things pusherrecups.com slash last of us or lou l-o-u uh we greatly appreciate anything you want to do there um let's dive in yeah so we as we talked about we're hunting this deer and like I don't know. I was like not a bad tracker, but I got like annoyed that I'm like, how many times do I have to hit this thing um, to kill it? And I will say, Zed, I did find that it was nice. uh, It was helpful that we just played the DLC content last week and learned how to use the bow and arrow pretty effectively because I found it. Okay, well, now I at least know how to use it. So I'm better at it when I need it most this uh, this playthrough. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely a lot of, of a ton of stealth, really, in this section of the game, um, because you just cannot melee fight with Ellie the way you can with Joel. She is a very squishy child yeah. who can only get slapped about four times before she's dead. 
And like, um, who wants to see Ellie killed over and over and over again? Yeah, in in many different iterations, or at one point in the game, exactly the same way about every five seconds for two minutes, in my experience, um, which we'll get to later. Uh, one of my least favorite experiences in any video game ever, I think. Um, but yeah, lots of moving very slowly through the snow, literally trying, you have to be so aware of the environment because, you know, you step on a twig, you step on, you get too close to a bush and it rattles yeah. and you're going to scare off your quarry. Um, so the beginning of this chapter is like very slow going, both in, at least once you've hit it the first time, then you are following a blood trail. I definitely spent a while wandering around finding it again after it had run away the first time before I'd even hit it yeah i um i had a little bit of a tough experience finding it and following it but uh, i don't know I, I feel like i didn't waste too much time but it wasn't like enjoyable by any means um but it the deer leads us and it eventually dies in this kind of like abandoned uh couple of like buildings sheds whatever you want to call them and this is where we meet david <laughs> Um, and now when I met David, I already knew I was like, I hate you. Like, <laughs> I know everything about you and I hate you. Um, yeah. did you, cause you had played the game first. So what were your first impressions? Like, did you think he was going to be as bad news as he ended up being? Not, I mean, certainly not specifically to the degree that we end up experiencing. Um, yeah. you don't, I mean, you're seeing this through Ellie's eyes. So you don't trust anybody yeah. as you certainly shouldn't. And I think she handles that interaction really, really well uh because she's got them on point with her bow and she's willing to trade for medicine but she doesn't give that up too quickly uh that that's what she needs and she takes david's rifle um buddy boy gets sent away to so get funny, the penicillin <laughs> um it was we do see this this dialogue almost directly word for word from the game in the show um and then she's willing to go, you know, shelter somewhere warm because, like, what's the point in standing out in the cold for a couple of hours? Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't think that's unreasonable. She's like, you know, you go first. You bring the deer that I killed. We'll split it after I got the goods. Uh, yeah. And we will stay a reasonable distance from each other <laughs> until further notice. Yeah. Um, and you would think, like... I where did these infected come from in the game is kind of my question like if they have yeah. this whole society here and they've been here all this time and they're obviously hunting when they can waves waves and waves of infected from where since when as Rob Sesternino might say yeah it is interesting that we haven't in the show it feels like it's been a minute since we've seen any infected um, and I think obviously they're able to get away with that because you're not fighting them constantly like you are in, in the game, right? Like that's the, it's a game mechanic. They want you to have to fight them. Um, so I think it makes a little more sense in the show that there wouldn't just be all these random infected that come in, but basically we get, we get trapped in one of the buildings with David and they're breaking down like these barriers across the windows. I died a few times here. I didn't find it like extremely difficult it's it they do drop a decent amount of ammunition uh in your in the rifle that you now have from david the only thing that sucks is like you said 
um ellie's health isn't as uh she's not as uh uh formidable as joel is she's a young girl she doesn't have as much health so she dies fairly quickly and when you have a rifle with that only can hold what like two bullets at a time for me it was the reloading that killed me nine times out of ten yeah, this this section and and throughout this whole chapter that we're going to talk about today is where I got really into throwing stuff. Boy, was I throwing things. Mm-hmm. Um, nail bombs, Molotovs, whatever you got, I'm throwing it um, because that's going to keep you away from me for as long as possible, which gave me... Yeah. Because up on the top of that like kind of warehouse or you know cabin or whatever we're in, um there was a good amount of supplies there just like wasn't enough time to go get it all and to craft things with those supplies so i was like all right let me throw this set a couple things on fire and while they're busy dealing with being on fire then i can like build some stuff and and heal up and get ready to keep going right right pretty good shot uh and shout out to whoever it was in the twitch chat i apologize that i don't remember um who suggested I turn down my controller sensitivity a little bit, which helped me aim oh. a lot better because it, I wasn't overcorrecting so much. Interesting. I, yeah, I hadn't considered that. I mean, I feel like I was a, a decent shot. By the time we do some like exploration where we do some looking for stuff, we find some supplies, whatever, whatever, we have to go up and get a ladder. This is where I was practicing even more with my bow and arrow, trying to do my best to be able to collect the arrows after my kills. Um, Mm -hmm. because I was trying not to use up all my bullets, knowing that again, as Ellie, we are so limited. We don't have 20 guns to choose from. We only have the one. Um, so, so yeah, so we end up in this situation, uh, where this is the first, in my opinion, this was like the first difficult combat where we find some like dead people. We get a couple of nail bombs and Molotov cocktails and health and ammo. And then we have to be prepared because we're about to be assaulted with clickers and runners and eventually a bloater. Um, I found that for me, the nail bombs were most effective at like throwing at the open doorway. So when anything walks through, you know, you get them. But I, I died a bunch of times here. Like it was it was not easy because like you said, like I think the worst part is that as Ellie, it takes like one hit and you're like, you're done. You don't have there's not a lot of wiggle room. Yeah, you, there is not a large margin of error in terms of getting hit. Whereas like in contrast, you'll play as Joel a bit, a bit later and I'm trying to shoot people with the bow and arrow to stay stealthy and they're shooting right at me. Uh and I'm taking all these hits and I'm like, look at that. Ellie's dead four times and I'm sitting yeah. here with like half my health still because he's got, you know, it's as if he's wearing armor uh, and Ellie is not in terms of how yes. their health deteriorates. Um, I did okay here. I certainly died a couple of times just because there's like so many things going on at once. Uh, yeah. But once I kind of got the lay of the land and the order of operations, things went pretty okay for me. Um Set that bloater on fire. That was very exciting. Same Molotov cocktail did immediately. And was like, okay, you be on fire for a while. That should help. Um, I'm going to go collect ammo from all the dead guys down there. And then I will uh, get back to work on you in a minute. Um, Yeah, I did miss my flamethrower. I have to say, I really missed the flamethrower the moment the bloater came out. Because I was like, oh, I wish I could just go up to it and flamethrower it. But I did Molotov cocktail it. And then I backed away from it. I think I shot it a few times with the rifle 
and that was enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was surprised I didn't die from the bloater. I, I more so died uh, from like random clickers that would the ones especially that got me is the ones that came in from the roof. Because yeah. it was like you'd be facing one way trying to assault the ones coming in from the doors. Suddenly there's one behind you and then that's over. It's done. Right. There's a door so. downstairs. There's windows on one side. There's windows on the other side. Now they're right. dropping down out of the sky. Like there's a lot of different uh, points of entry to be paying attention to at the same time. And whereas with a runner, you can at least fight it a little bit. It's not going to go well for you for very long. Um, with a clicker, as soon as they're there, it's too late. You, oh, yeah. you have no uh there's nothing you can do exactly um and so after we we finish this combat we have this like cut scene with david where we find out that uh he had sent some of his people off and these are i guess the people that we ran into at the the college the university where uh he says oh not all of them returned turns out it was a guy with a little girl with him and uh, suddenly his friend is standing behind her with a gun trained on her. Um, so we know that he's like, they're out for revenge. That uh, apparently Joel killed one of their men and now they want revenge on him. Uh, but luckily, I don't know, David is like willing to give Ellie the medicine and let her run off. But Zed, I felt like even in the moment I knew, I'm like, okay, she's going through snow and like literally leaving footprints everywhere. Like they're going to be able to track her very easily. Yeah. And they were, that's exactly what happened. Um, She cannot really, she runs away and you know, David's like, she's not going to get far. We'll go get her. Like, don't worry about it. Um, But she, uh, yeah immediately is found and taken and put in a cage well yeah before that though we we watch her what did you think of ellie's uh uh medicine delivery system oh. of the <laughs> well apparently oh, it was extremely effective i uh... i laughed as well because in the game like right in the show i guess you're like well maybe he just got like impaled with a baseball bat i guess we can like you know whatever but in the show i'm like he was literally impaled on a stake and he yeah. got two shots of penicillin is good to go <laughs> seriously i yeah. i was furious i'm so irritated uh but you know she did what had to be she got what she needed and she did her best and it worked. Yeah. So <laughs> good for it her. It did. Uh, what did you, uh, how did you like the um, the scene of being on Callus and like running through the, the town to try to avoid these guys coming after you? I found it pretty fun. Oh, the, like the, the escape on the, the escape, horse in the yeah. village. Yeah, that was, that was fun. Um, because it was, you know, you're not fighting, you're just running. Uh, and it's like figuring out the best route to to dodge and stuff. And I was like, I will just run you over. I'm on a horse and you're just standing on the ground. That's not going to go well for you. Yeah. Um, so that was exciting and didn't feel like too frustrating or scary because I just got out of there. Yeah. Up until Callus dies, uh, at which yeah, point was I was I was devastated. Uh, it happens pretty similarly on the show. And uh, I was I was so so upset. We all knew that like we weren't gonna have a horse forever. It just felt like it feels like anytime Zed like in any of these shows where someone gets a car or a horse, like any kind of mode of transportation, you're like, well, this isn't gonna last. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was honestly thinking like when they had Callus in the in the garage in the home they were staying, I'm like, okay, I know they're starving. 
what are they feeding Callus? Like he needs to eat yeah. too. Um, maybe they were feeding him some rabbit, but I still was really sad when he died. Uh, and, and Ellie runs off in the game. This is where she's captured, but Ellie runs off in the game. And, uh, I did, I did, I didn't mind this part of her sneaking around in the houses. This is kind of what I like about the game Z is when we can stealth and loot and then use the bow and arrow to take people out stealthily. I got really good at, at taking people out stealthily in, at least in this portion of the game. Yeah. Same for me as well. It was very like uh lay traps or shoot with the bow and arrow from a distance and you know because as soon as you get seen there's like five adult men coming at you from all directions yeah and and there's just like no way out of it at that point you can't fight one guy if he knows you're there let alone half a dozen of them yep uh and so we we do like a lot of running around and this is where because I watched your your VOD stream, this is where you got you had a different strategy than I did in terms of taking around this like lodge of mm-hmm. taking these guys out. I think at this point in the game, I had more arrows left than you did. So I was doing more of the strategy of taking them out from a distance with the arrows. But after dying a few times, you were like, no, I'm going to make a gazillion nail bombs. <laughs> oh, it was so fun. It was so satisfying once I stumbled upon this strategy, right as I was like about to take a break and go like get a drink and, and like take a few deep breaths and come back yeah. and sit down. Somebody in the chat was like, try a different strategy. Uh, like maybe try something completely different. I don't know what it would be, but that maybe just try. Um and I decided to start throwing things uh, and it worked. And then I realized, and I already had three nail bombs, I think, cause I'd picked a couple up in the place with David and all the infected. Yeah. Um, and so I threw those, I took a couple guys out with arrows when they went to check on their dead friends. Um, and then I realized I had the supplies to make three more nail bombs. And I was like, Oh, all right, we're in business. I'm just going to stay back here and yeah. throw things and they can explode themselves. Uh, and that worked to great success. Um, that was like the most fun that I had this week, probably, is stumbling upon a plan that worked so effectively for me. Yeah, I found that uh, sniping as Ellie with my bow and arrow um, while hidden was kind of my favorite aspect as well. I, I really enjoy when you're in like a like a town like setting and you can kind of run from like cover to cover and like sneak around and loot while you're there. I enjoy that aspect of the game a lot. So that was kind of my favorite portion. Um, Some of the parts later felt like so much more punishing. So we'll get to that. Um, But then of course we can't go through a single playthrough Zed without having to move a stupid freaking dumpster. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Always over dumpsters. <laughs> and like sometimes it's not even hard. And at this point, I'm just angry about it on principle because they got like real excited about this mechanic that they built into their game. And I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really annoying. Um, luckily for me, I figured it out pretty quickly as to like, oh, okay, where where, where this is supposed to go, basically. I got to climb up into this hole in the roof. Um, but yeah, so I, and I totally agree with you on this next part about, I found it frustrating that like almost no matter what I did, it didn't ultimately matter because I'm just going to get captured anyway. 
Yes, and this happened like three times. It was just excessive for one section of the game. Yeah. Like if it happened once, fine. But it happens so many times that it gets frustrating. Then I'm like, well, what did I just do? All th- what did I just die 20 times for then? Right. I'm just going to get captured again. I worked so hard. I did all this sneaking. I did a really good job. And then you look, it looks like you're in the clear. And then somebody walks out. Usually David runs out and grabs you. And it's like, well, then this was all a huge waste of time. And like, I understand that's how video games work. But it was very like disheartening to experience in the moment yeah and this is when we get we're we're ellie we're trapped in the cage very very similar to the show except in the show it was kind of a blink and you miss it i actually had to rewind because in the show they don't have this like giant torso on a table but it's just it's like an ear and something else on the ground to give you an indication of like yeah these people are cannibals um but uh in the in the game it's like a whole freaking torso just chilling on a slab and um i loved uh i i agree with you i'm like well i just killed a ton of people for them so they have food for a while um (laughs) all their people are dead because of me and now they can use their bodies i guess um but this scene i don't know what did you make of this scene it was it was like hard to watch i found it was hard to watch. It was just like really scary and creepy. Um, and we haven't talked about uh, the difference that in the show, David is very clearly established as this like preacher leader of the town. Um, we can tell in the game, obviously, that Buddy Boy is like his subordinate and used to listening to what David says to do. Right. Um, and that he's probably a leader of this community. But here, but in the show, we get this whole extended like church scene. Uh, right, right, right. Yes. With the with the girl who's mourning her father, who they're definitely going to bury in the spring and aren't probably having for dinner that night. Um, and, you know, I think that adds to it because there is this kind of like culture of of creepy priests who are supposed to be seen as like infallible because they're so holy or whatever. Uh, I mean, I don't really ascribe to any of those things, um, but almost because of that, they're able to get away with so much more because they're supposed to be the people you could least imagine doing these kinds of things. Uh, So that added to my issues with David in the show in that way. And yet it was like so much more difficult for me to deal with in the game because I was the one dealing with it directly, you know? Yeah, because you're Ellie. Yeah. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I, I do like how they, they basically translated the, the game to show, that at least the scene where she's in the cage. It's very similar. They do add in that it feels like in the in the show, they wanted it to seem more like David wants Ellie as like a creepy partner of sorts right yeah in the in the game it much feels it feels much more like he uh wants to do really terrible awful unspeakable things to ellie um instead because in the in the show it's much more like we're the same you have violence i have violence in my heart like we're the same um which yeah you can you can lead these people with me and there's like the weird creepy hand touching and like the close-up of the hands on the cage bars and i was like actively like moving away from my television as if that was gonna help anything and just like yelling no at the screen um and i'm really really glad that that's the moment where ellie then breaks his finger yeah Uh, but i was very nervous when she was like also putting her hand on his hand i was like this shouldn't work and she's 14 years old and like doesn't yeah. have a and joel is the closest thing she has to a father figure and like she's scared and alone and joel's maybe about to die yeah um so you can kind of see how especially when someone who is very good at emotionally manipulating people uh is is in this power dynamic right um I I was not sure how she was going to react since this was sort of a new uh, like seasoning thrown in from the show that wasn't in the game. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. I mean, I I do like the added dialogue of like you have violence in your heart just like I do because I feel like that is something we've seen. Um, especially I'm th- I'm thinking all the way back to the pilot when Joel takes out the um the guard so they can escape. Uh, Boston QZ and so it just feels like it does it does track it does make sense um growing up in this world and knowing nothing else you maybe you would have a little bit of violence in your heart because you're witnessing a lot of violence um so yeah I did I did love Ellie breaking his finger I was like yes get it like break that stupid (laughs) finger off um but this is where we we cut to Joel uh and in the game or excuse me in the show ellie had left him a knife and he had like i i it's unbelievable i'm like how did he get up and knife (laughs) someone what are we doing here Um, it's so outrageous it is and it's even i mean it's it's still also outrageous in the game because we uh we're joel and it's it's really weird and i i think you had the same experience where like they're hunting us but like the minute we start shooting at them they give up and they're like, run, run, run. Uh, oh, yeah. It was, I didn't understand why it was happening, but I was like, okay, you're running away from me now. And I don't understand why, but it means you're not attacking me. So I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this is the cutscene that we get with Joel where 
we kind of see like obviously we know Ellie already means a lot to him but I feel like we really see it here where he will do anything to find her um and he he has two guys laid up and he tortures one and lets the other one watch like to the point where I almost had to look away because the just the threat of popping someone's kneecap off <laughs> is enough to get me squirrely yeah really gross it's really so gross. nasty um but I I did love and this is like again this is the the how the world changes joel you become more cruel you become more cold where uh well, he's I, got someone to fight for now i think yeah. in a way that he didn't before like you know he clearly cared about tess a lot but tess was also an adult who could take care of herself right it's it's different when there's a kid involved and clearly ellie is extremely capable and she's a kid Right. So he uh, he lets one guy watch as he tortures the other. And then he ultimately he's like, tell me where she is on this map. And if the other guy says something different, I'll know. And, I'll you know, I'll kill you. And he ends up killing both of them anyway. (laughs) I wondered about this uh, because he was he gave him the bloody knife. Yeah, to to, point it it in his mouth to point it out on the map. And he's like, and your friend better point out the same spot. And I'm like, well. If you're going to have him mark it with blood on the map, his friend's probably going to point to the same spot because it's not going to be a secret. Yeah, um, fair enough. Maybe he was going to smudge some blood on it. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't end up mattering, but it uh, made me laugh because it was not very logical. Yeah, it was really funny, but he ends up killing both of them anyway and sets off to find Ellie. And then we're back to being Ellie and um, we have this really awful scene where she gets put on the table and she manages to convince them, listen, I'm infected and I've bitten you. So look at my look at my arm. All is just a distraction to take this cleaver and sink it into uh, Dave, a buddy boy, buddy boy's yeah. uh, neck. He's got a name. I think it's James or something. I think it's like, James, buddy but I like is... buddy boy better. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. disgusting really brutal really excellent like that's the kind of violence i find extremely satisfying yeah uh, because it's a really good move it's very clever um and really effective uh and and realistic in terms of damage because that went that is like a notorious spot that is like really good to get if you're trying to kill somebody because your carotid artery is right there and you will bleed out so fast um so that was very satisfying to see because uh, if that guy had gotten up, I would have rage quit the television. Yeah, that would have been insane. Did you recognize? Um, I don't know if you were aware. Did you recognize the actor on the show? Did you recognize his voice? The guy who played James? Uh, no. He, he voices from the game. He voices Joel. Oh, wow. Oh, that's Troy uh, Baker. Is that yes. Yep. Uh, oh, interesting. Okay. That I thought that sense. was fun and I really I really love that the show is like be- I mean probably because like the creator is so heavily involved but I love that they're bringing in voice actors that voice some of these characters onto the show as and he's not an unimportant character like he's a he's a decently sized character for this episode right. um, and it was really satisfying to see how he kill him. <laughs> Yeah, my focus has just happened to be uh, elsewhere. I wasn't thinking too much about voices, but that's cool. I do, you know, it's nice when people who are so invested in a project get to continue with it as it evolves into other mediums. Yeah, so then we're Ellie and we're uh, in this like massive blizzard. Um, This is i i hated this um i hated this i don't like the blizzard i don't want to do the blizzard ever again 
the worst part for me that I died over and over and over. And I was like, what am I doing? What can I do differently? What am I doing wrong? Um, and you, I watched your VOD said, uh, you were like, no, no problemo. Just bing, bang, boomed right through it somehow. Um, yeah, you just when, use it as cover. They well, can't no, when, see, I, I can't see you. You can't see me. Bye. It wasn't that. It was when we're in the, there's some kind of store. I don't know if it's an arcade. I think it's an arcade or something. Oh, uh-huh. And I would hide because I wanted to stealth because I tried killing these guys multiple times and I was like, you can't. I have to stealth by them. Like, that's the move because I can't because once you attack those two more come right. in and right. you're Ellie and I had a single bullet. Uh, like, what the hell is that? Like, what? What are we doing? Give yeah. me things. Give me things to fight with. Um, and so I tried to stealth by them like 50 different ways. I would throw glass bottles in one direction to distract them. I would just casually wait. I would try to, I even tried to wait and get them like, um, by them, by the alone. So like get them by the, when they're alone and then stab them and get them one at a time. It took me so many times to get through this part. And then you have to, and then it's not even over. Cause then you're outside and you, there's even more guys you have to wander around. And it's, I don't know, is that if you had trouble navigating in the blizzard, but I just like didn't really know what direction I was supposed to be going in. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely kind of a perpetual issue I have in this game is like you get out of somewhere and and I'm not totally sure where I'm supposed to be going next. And, and forward is not always clear, especially if you're in conditions that are like obscured with snow or fire smoke or right. whatever else. Um, but yeah, somehow this part was, uh, not you zoomed through it, Zed. You zoomed. I was okay. I, cause this is, this is how I do the thing where I, I watch the show on Sunday night. I usually end up playing the game on like Monday into Tuesday. Sometimes it takes me like a few sessions of doing it. Um, and then I usually somewhere middle of the week, I go back and I watch your playthrough and I was watching it and I'm like, okay, let's see how Zed fared. Like probably maybe they'll struggle just as much. And you, and I was actively angry at how quickly <laughs> you got through this section. Cause I was fully expecting you to struggle with it and you didn't. And I was like, what the hell? Listen, people did not believe me, uh, on Twitch at the start of the game when I was talking about how like my move in shooter games is how hide and stealth and like shoot and don't be seen because I'm not good if I have to deal with a lot of things at once but if I can just be picking people off one at a time I'm in my element and we have finally reached that point in this game where that's what I get yeah. to do and it went well for me I was just annoyed I'm like I you know what I think what pissed me off the most is that I had one bullet like it felt like they were setting me up for failure where I'm like can you at least give me like a couple bullets like yeah. just it's one? kind of like you die and you keep getting reset but the reason you keep dying is because you're at like a quarter health yes and so you have absolutely no room for error and you get hit one time by literally anything and you die and you have to start over and it's like well until i can heal this is not going to change um and that is when you run into instances where eventually the the video the game will uh suddenly appear out of nowhere or like a you know a granola bar or something they're like all right this is boring here yeah so eventually and i mean eventually uh (laughs) i did get through this part of the game um and apparently i didn't know this will was saying this to me as i was playing but if you walk towards the like 
barrels of fire it makes you easier it, you're you're more seen by the by the enemies yeah that makes sense i kind of assumed yeah. that yeah i don't um, assume any, I, I just wander and figure it out i guess <laughs> Yeah, I think this is where, and I wasn't even, I don't think I was even very aware of it as I was playing, but I think this is where my previous experience with first person shooters is coming into play. Um, because it's funny, I will operate that way in RPGs too, where it literally doesn't matter because the, the, they're programmed a certain way and they're not yeah. going to see you. But I will like stealth along walls and hide behind things and try and stay away from the light in a game where they're not going to see you because that's not how the story works. Um, but here, that certainly helped me out a lot. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. I mean, once I was out of the arcade, I was pretty much okay i think i died a few more times but it wasn't anything wild um and this is where we are in the diner uh which massive building tons of like booths and stuff and we both noticed immediately tons of plates shattered on the ground everywhere freaking everywhere yeah uh clocked right away i'm like walking and i hear them and I'm like, this means that later this is going to be a problem. Yeah. I uh, see. I had assumed it was a problem like in that moment. I'm like, oh, I better not step on these because maybe that will prompt them to find me somehow. Mm -hmm. So I just started wandering around. I looked all through this room, which there isn't a ton to find. There's really not. There's and not I was very a lot disappointed. of resources to pick up anywhere in this uh, in this. I don't know, lodge, restaurant? It's, I think it's like a diner lodge or something. But yeah. the thing that I was most frustrated by uh, throughout this whole thing was, like, anything I pick up as Ellie, I'm not going to get to keep. Like, I doubt right. she's going to be handing it over to Joel. So I was very frustrated that I'm like, first of all, I don't have any supplies. Second of all, you're barely giving me supplies. And third of all, I'm not even going to get to keep my supplies. So I was just totally pissed off at that aspect. <laughs> and I know it's a mechanical thing. I understand people. But like, you know how hard I worked for all those guns and ammunition that I have to not be able to use them? Very frustrating. Yeah, because by this by this point as Ellie, even, you've got your bow and arrow, you've got a rifle, you have some sort of pistol, uh, you've probably accumulated right. a decent amount of projectiles. So there is you do have like a decent amount in your toolkit to work with, you know, pending ammunition and arrows and exactly. resources. You know, it's all it's it remains all about resource management. Um but from just having a knife or having nothing, now you do have a bunch of different options to work with. Uh, but it is not it is not like being Joel and having his full arsenal that you've acquired over the last, you know, entire game. Um, or having, as we have him as we have belabored many times, his health and sturdiness. Yes, exactly. Um, and so like once you're done scoping out nothing. Um, <laughs> you basically are, it's like, oh, there's a door. And again, this is the third time I think in this game that we attempt to walk through the door and it's all for naught because they're stupid freaking David. Yeah. guess I should have just been running over these broken plates because yeah. no one was going to get me until someone was going to get me regardless. Yeah. And really, really frustrating. Exactly. Totally. And so in this point in the game, um, we are, this is where the plates come into play, where the lodge is now on fire and we are trying to sneak up on David and kill him. Um, fascinating to watch our different experiences for this, because 
uh, well, I struggled earlier in the arcade. You struggled most with this part of yeah. The, this was the, the worst thing I've ever experienced in a video game. That's, that's bu- <laughs> like that's hands down, statement. not yeah. close. Awful. Yeah. Uh, actively not fun. Uh, literally made me want to quit the game. It was it was upsetting to experience, and not even from a like I am frustrated trying to accomplish this mechanic, which I was, but it really specifically from a. I'm going to watch Ellie get macheted through the back over and over and over again. And that's just like a really like it it felt really icky to watch and made me not want to be there anymore. Yeah. You struggled with the fact that like when you die and they respawn you, it's really hard to get away from David again. He's right there. Yeah. That was interesting to watch because I, I had a nearly the exact opposite experience in that. Um, when you, when you start this whole thing, you're kind of in the center of the lodge and there's like a grouping of booths that is kind of a circle, if you will. And all I did was circle around over and over again. So it was like we were playing, um, okay, this is like, you know, on Survivor, there's, uh, the challenge where there's two tribes and they're walking in water and they have to run up and touch the other one. That was the game I was playing with David. Um, I don't that makes think it sound so much more pleasant it, it yeah it does uh i i was able to navigate around the the plates i don't think i stepped on a plate and got found i don't think i died at all in this wow. part of the game and i will say there was one moment that will shouted out that was a bit strange which was after i stabbed him one of the times because you have to stab him a few times he's like a big bad you know yeah. um once i stabbed him one of the times and then it respawned me, he like stayed there, like looking around. And so I was able to just boom, run around again in a circle and stab him the final time. So I don't know how I got away with it being so easy. You had a much more difficult time. Like you, you were all over that lodge looking for him. Yeah, I was. Uh, and I think it really comes down to if he gets you once, it becomes really difficult to get away from him because he's like right there when you respawn and you kind of have to move right away. But if you move right away and you step on a plate, which you probably will, then he's going to find you and get you. So I did die over and over and over again, exactly the same way. It only ever took about five seconds. Yeah. Uh, so it happened many times in the span of a couple of minutes. And it was just like, it was awful. It was yeah. really awful. And I think from what I understand, like the when you're about to hit him for the third and last time, he's like harder to find, which is why I got lucky in that he didn't move, because this is the point where he will like sneak and hide and you can't find him where I didn't have to do any of that. And I don't know if I just got lucky, if my game glitched, if I just was like right place, right time type of scenario. But I would have been just as frustrated with you or as you were. Because watching Ellie get macheted, even Ugh. just watching you watch Ellie get macheted was so brutal over and over again. It was really upsetting. It was like act- like actively not a good time. And I was like, I don't like this. This is not fun. You know, the Amazing Race is supposed to be fun and good. This isn't even supposed to be fun and good, but it's not supposed to be this actively miserable yeah. and like traumatizing. Yeah. And so at this point, we, we do eventually get him and then we're back to being joel where we are like running in the blizzard we're taking people out we have to find ellie we do eventually find her backpack and we have to walk through the uh, 
like freezer, the meat freezer. Yeah. I don't know what else to call it, where there's like hanging bodies. Ugh. So disgusting. Yeah, and they're upside down because that's how you drain the blood out of a thing. Um, yep. Gross. Uh, I did. I I feel like we didn't get this moment in the show, and I really liked it in the game. That Joel is like, "Why do you have her backpack? You creep!" Like he sees it on like a stack of stuff in a room full of like pairs of shoes and like other things that they've clearly taken from these people that they've killed yes. that they're going to eat. Um, and I, I don't think we get that moment. I think we get him grabbing her backpack, but I don't know if we get, like, I don't know if it's in a room with other things. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, it's this very specific, like, he gets a really clear sense of what's going on from grabbing yeah. the backpack when he's grabbing the backpack in the game. Whereas in the show, it's like, that's hers. I need that. Exactly. And I'm exactly. going to keep moving. Yeah. And so, um, this is when we th- this is fascinating. This is where we kind of uh the show and the in the game are a little different. In the game, Ellie is like we're finally getting David and we're stabbing him, stabbing him, stabbing him. Joel comes up from behind and like grabs and is like, "No, it's me. It's me. It's okay. It's okay." Um and he hugs her. In the show, Ellie is doing this all on her own. She exits the lodge. Her uh, let me just say the realism in the hair Zed I love about this game okay because as a child who constantly even as an adult has my hair pulled back I cannot concentrate when there is hair in my face like I need it pulled back Ellie is someone who walks around with a ponytail half the time but that ponytail got so messed up and so disheveled yeah. in the fighting I was like this is real this is the real <laughs> truth um but in the show Joel meets Ellie outside and uh, hugs her and says, it's okay. And he's, and he, oh, is that the part that made me want to die? Like I almost, I just, I almost died was when he says, uh, I've got you baby girl. I know I was in tears. Uh, so like, I'm, I'm already all like worked up. Yes. This is so soon after dealing with the David situation. Yes. And I'm already like angry and miserable. Um, And then you can see that that's like the full peak of the turning point of Joel's evolution from, you know, you're not my daughter to like, no, you basically are my daughter. Yeah, he hasn't. I mean, when you think about the fact that he hasn't said those words in like 20 something years, like I have tears in my eyes right now. Just yeah, it's a lot. It. <laughs> it's a lot. Like it is. Uh, I'm also thinking to the. I, I enjoyed how in the uh, show they even showed them a little bit closer in the scene where Joel is on the on the mattress. Uh, he's laid up. He's injured. He's unconscious. And Ellie has just given him the the antibiotics. And instead of whereas in the game she puts her head on her backpack and she just kind of puts her arm on his chest. In the game, she actually like rests her head or excuse me in the show. She rests her head on him. And I really liked that, that like you can see there's a closeness there now. Like you can see that there's love, like they're their yeah. family, you know, um, and oh, that's well, they've saved the each other. I mean, they've saved yeah. each other so many times uh, in like, you know, getting out of Nixon scrapes. But they've both now been basically on the brink of death. Yes. Uh, and are keeping and they're the only things keeping each other alive at this point. Right. And to the point where like Joel has said, leave me like go save yourself. Leave me. And she yeah. didn't. Um, And it it's nice that 
the, both of these characters do feel like people who would, first of all, be wary of others and not very trusting of others, but also not necessarily be willing to to show emotion and say things like I love you or you know what I mean like not really express those things very freely with other people yeah and so to finally see it kind of happening in this like really big emotional moment was just so much and like oh my god Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey are just they're doing everything said they're doing it all they really are. Uh, I mean, both of their performances in this show are just, I'm constantly blown away. And then on top of it, to have their very clear, uh, real life love and affection and friendship with one another. Yes. Um, they clearly really adore each other as people and enjoy spending time together and like giving each other a hard time and making each other laugh. Um, and so that just adds to it. Like the chemistry is obviously very, very real. And they have this father, uh, child relationship that is like, so, so endearing. Yeah. I, um, I need to be very careful because I've started, uh, randomly finding myself looking up interviews with Pedro Pascal. Um, I watched one where, uh, Grace, the wonderful Grace leader sent me one where he does like a lie detector test and it is so supremely funny. Oh yeah. But, <laughs> but I have to be careful because now YouTube is like recommending me things and I'm like, YouTube, you spoil me and I will kill you. Like, do not spoil me. Um, but no, this is, this is officially like a Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey stand account. I love them both. I, I mean, Pedro Pascal has been like in the, in the zeitgeist, in the, you know, in the public's eye, uh for a while now between game of thrones and um and mandalorian but for some reason it's it took him being joel to like really really endear him to me i think yeah i've i watched game of thrones as well and i watched the mandalorian i am not a big star wars person so i just like kind of watched it and i was like yeah okay grogu's cute blah 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 um this show has certainly brought me into the world of pedro pascal as a meme on the internet um and i just really adore everything he has to say everything he he does uh I've been thinking about my various social media algorithms and like YouTube knows that I like Taskmaster and have back pain and Instagram knows that I love Pedro Pascal and cute animals and babies and trans people. Um, That's so hysterical. All of my like suggested reels. Uh, Pedro Pascal is all over the place. Bella Ramsey's always there. And you're right. I haven't even thought about it. I'm just watching him like be cute and say funny stuff. Uh, I need to be careful. It's very dangerous because I nearly got spoiled on YouTube. Like I don't, I, I guess it's, I'm not spoiled because I don't really understand what the person, like what, what the, but it was just the thumbnail that like was like potentially spoilers for me. Mm. And I was very frustrated because I'm like, just because I'm looking at Pedro Pascal doesn't mean I want Last of Us spoilers. I just want to see him because he's adorable and hysterical. Yeah. That's we have all. one more week. This should be sacred. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, this, uh, the, the ending of this was so moving and wonderful. And I do I have a question. Do you prefer the way the show ended it or the way the game ended it? Where, uh, in the show, Ellie meets Joel outside. She is able to like escape away from, uh, David herself and kind of, you know, get outside in the game. She does kill David, but it takes Joel coming in and kind of pulling her away from him. Yeah, I think I think I like the game version better because like you can I think you can tell 
that like she's done what she needed to do and now she she's just kind of like gone over a precipice and is taking out all of the uh fear and frustration and like you know pent up nerves and anxiety uh out on this corpse and like fine have at it as far as i'm concerned um but to have joel actively like come in uh and for her to be you know basically like feral at that point and ready to attack yeah. anything that comes anywhere near her and he's like whoa 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 like whoa take a deep breath like yeah, it's me it's i me. got you i got you it's me like look me in the face like stop for half a second like it's like blind you know she's literally in like blind rage blind panic um and he helps calm her down it's also of course absolutely beautiful in the show um you yeah know, i i cannot take away from that at all i just think i like him coming in and grabbing her see this is fascinating because i i disagree and i like that we have different views on it and i wonder if it is colored by the fact that you did the game first i did the show first yeah, i really liked that um ellie had more that they first of all that ellie had more independence and that they gave it fully to bella ramsey in the moment of like mm-hmm. she kills david she's able to get outside and kind of have this like like dig deep breath and like not knowing kind of where to go from there i thought it was the way it was shot was beautiful and um i liked that ellie was able to save herself right like we yeah. we as viewers in both the game and the in the show are like rooting joel on we want him to find ellie we want him to be there for her but it's so much more satisfying and this is for both things game and show that ellie is able to to handle it herself because it's very rare that like there isn't this uh what is it white knight syndrome or like damsel in distress type of thing um it was really nice to see that you know you know what like ellie is formidable even if she doesn't have the 17 guns that we so love and cherish (laughs) that joel has (laughs) sure i mean i agree with that but at the same time i think when joel gets to her in the game there is not actually a threat of danger anymore right you know she has still accomplished the whole thing herself um i just like that moment of hey 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 I got you. It's okay. Yeah. You don't have to keep fighting anymore, you know? Like, breaking yeah. that tension, I think, is really, really powerful. Yeah. Rather than, uh, I mean, equally so uh, in the show, you did it, I, and, I, and I got you. It's like, in the, in the game it is. I, you can stop. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. You can, uh, you've been fighting your whole, it's, you know, like, you've been fighting your whole life. And yeah. in this moment, here is someone to tell you you can stop yeah i got you you don't have to keep fighting it was so oh so good for as hard as that myself cry for as hard as that for as hard as the gameplay was uh this this time around and for as difficult as it was to watch on the show um ultimately i love the ending like it's so beautiful that it's kind of like well i guess it was worth it to like go through all of that but it was so beautiful and uh, and then we leave off with like a, a cut scene to to give us a little bit of a preview for what we're in for next week, where we're now in the spring. 
Um, and so we've come through winter. We've made it to Salt Lake City, baby. Uh, and I don't know. We'll see what the heck we got. I mean, hopefully there are fireflies, I guess. Like, I don't know. Do you have any predictions? We're going into the finale. I mean, I this mean, is there's big. gotta be right. Because I like, look, the only thing we're spoiled on is that there is a second game. Um, yeah. and that is obviously, you know, a thing that we know that people who were playing this game a decade ago didn't know. Yeah. Um, but it is it is not unlike reading the Harry Potter series and currently there's only four books like, well, OK, but there's going to be seven and he's going to make it to the end. Otherwise, yeah, exactly, what, am I, exactly. what are we reading? Um, and sorry for that reference. That's what I've got. Uh, so I know they're going to be OK. Will they find fireflies? I don't know at this point. Like, yeah. I, is the second game still continuing to, like, find this antidote that's what i'm trying to figure out it's like we know there's a second game so what does that mean for the ending of the first game because without the second game i guess i would have more of a solid prediction but it just feels like okay i feel like we're bound to find some sort of resolution even if it's not a vaccine maybe it's like they find a place to settle down um i don't know it's fascinating and I'm just so curious how they're going to wrap things up in one more episode and one more right. playthrough. Because it doesn't feel like it feels like if they found a cure, a second game wouldn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah, exactly. But if they're not, so if they're not going to find a cure, what is the satisfying resolution? Even if you're implying that there will be a second game, you know, right. oh, we've set ourselves up for a sequel. We see that all the time with movies, and you can still have a satisfying end. Um, but, but I have no idea what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't know what that means for the ending of the game or if we'll even get, I mean, let's face it. This game is pretty dark. Like, are we even going to get a happy ending of sorts? I don't know. I don't even necessarily mean happy, but (laughs) I've lost any hope (laughs) of happy, I think. Yeah. Uh, But something that is like, okay, this has, has, you know, resolved into a place um, whether that is, okay, well, at least we made it to the Fireflies, but now there's this huge new roadblock to doing anything once we've gotten there. Right. Um, I don't feel like you can. we can go to one more place and they're not there, and that's the end of the game. That doesn't make any sense to me. Right, exactly. Um, so, so we're finding Fireflies, but yeah. something is going to stop us from achieving our ultimate goal, I guess. Yeah, I guess we'll find out next week. We have one more. One more. I can't believe Gosh, it. We're almost done. Yeah. The time has really flown. Uh I've really, really enjoyed for folks out there who've been playing along or watching along with me on Twitch. Uh thank you so much for being there, for hanging out with me, for keeping me company through jump scares and deaths and you know, lots of a- anger and fear. Uh I appreciate it so much. Um, and shout out to uh, podcast listeners Astrospin and Nola Unicorn um, for subscribing on Twitch with Prime uh, when I was playing on Monday. I appreciate it so, so much. Um, if anybody else would like to join them in the community of the Rock Squad, you can do that at twitch.tv slash hardrockhope. You can give me Jeff Bezos money for free. Uh, anybody in the Discord is happy to help you out with that, or I am as well. You can find me on Twitter at hardrockhope. Um, the only other thing I have going on at this moment in time is I was just on silent podcast, uh, with Sarah and Sean covering taskmaster Australia. Oh, fine. Uh, their very first season is airing right now. 
Um, we covered episode six, Lucky with a Sausage. Uh, so if that sounds interesting to you, you can check that out over on Silent Podcasts. Um, highly recommend Taskmaster if you would like to laugh and enjoy your life. Truly, um, yeah. I did get to spend some of last night talking about a uh, creepy baby children situation, you know, it's, it's still creepy, but more fun way than what mm-hmm. we're doing this morning. Um, so that's what's going on with me. Jess, what about you? Uh, you could find me at the, the Jess Sterling on Twitter. I am podcasting about succession every single day leading up to the final season, season four coming out at the end of this month. Um, I am also, of course, always podcasting about community over on Community Building with Josh Wiggler. We are nearing the end of season five before we take a take a little bit of a break in between seasons. And uh, beyond that, you can find me on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me talking about Dawson's Creek. Uh, we're in nearing the end of season five there as well. So a lot of finales in my future. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me. Uh, and we'll be back next week with the finale said we're almost there. Gosh, we are we are almost there. We've nearly made it. Uh, hey, look, Ma, I made it. Um, but first, I'm sure we're going to have to survive some more yeah. misery. Although, hopefully, this was the worst of it. I really if hope. It, give me my guns back. Really, yeah. truly. Give me my guns back. I, need I, did, I did at one point on Monday say I've never been so happy to be an adult man uh, <laughs> when I got to play Same. a role again. Finally. Same. Yeah, I was like, oh, I got all my stuff. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens next week with our stuff. Until then, take care, everybody. You know, go hug someone you love uh, and tell them you love them. And we'll see you next week. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.